You know, I have a saying that I learned years ago when I was a little girl, take only memories and leave only footprints. So it's like when you leave someplace, leave it cleaner than you found it. It has to be truly organic. It's not, you know, a uh, flavor of the month. Oh, I think I'm going to be, or, um, you know, eco-friendly this week. It's not real. And I think a lot of people will see the transparency of it. Selling in the resorts has been a really big focus for us because it evokes a great memory and it takes you back to the, a fond place that you were at and you bought Swimminista. So on today's episode, we're going to listen to an entrepreneur telling her story about how to build an eco-conscious e-commerce brand. It's a great episode you do not want to miss, so do stay tuned. Retail and e-commerce have witnessed an unprecedented transformation in the last decade. The widespread adoption of mobile technology, social media, as well as the lowered cost of cloud-based technology have not only eroded the barriers to entry in retail, but it's also led to the rapid rise and dominance of digital native product brands that sell directly to their customers. On this podcast, you'll get the scoop on customer acquisition and retention strategies employed by high-growth digital native product brands. Not being afraid to spend because you know that customer is going to pay it back uh, three or four-fold. That's when you start to unlock channels in the way that they were meant to be used. And Listen to interviews with experts at the forefront of technology and innovation in digital retail. Three years ago, they wouldn't have come to us because, yeah, the macro trend of cloud, Wi-Fi, broadband availability, that was a real, that was a real problem. Hear first-hand stories from founders of innovative direct-to-consumer brands. Although I was thinking about the competition, I was more thinking about, like, how do I just build a freaking successful business? We focus on driving as much traffic as possible, converting that traffic, uh, and then dumping money back into driving more traffic. These insights will help you consistently 2x growth in specific areas of your direct-to-consumer brand. This is the 2x e-commerce podcast, hosted by Kunle Campbell. Hi, 2Xers. Welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kune Campbell, and this is the e-commerce podcast dedicated to rapid growth in the direct-to-consumer selling space. So if you work in marketing at an e-commerce business or a founder, I'm going to help you sell more direct to your customers. Each week on this podcast, I interview an expert, a founder at a direct-to-consumer e-commerce business, representative from a best-in-class e-commerce SaaS product, and we're focused in helping you improve e-commerce growth metrics such as your conversions, your average order value, repeat customers, your audience size, and ultimately your sales. Our remit, their remit, is to help you sell more sustainably. So welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. Now, the episode you're about to listen to is a, an interview I had with Andrea Ben-Holtz. Now, she is super... She's a special person, let's put it that way. She's very eco-conscious, both in her life, her personal life. She's the kind of person that goes to the beach on her birthday with her daughter and they clean up the beach. Yet she is an, a serial entrepreneur. She founded a an iconic brand, an iconic dem denim brand in 2002 called Rock and Republic. Some of you may know it. It's in, it's the, in the same vein as the True Religions and 
a lot of those other you know genes from the 2000s, from the noughties, if if you remember. Um, seven, seven for mankind. Do you remember seven for mankind? If if you guys remember, you know you're 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 from the noughties, right? So she she created a very iconic brand back in the days. Exited, dipped her toes in a few more businesses, and eventually she started Swiminista, which is like an eco conscious swimwear brand that still has a very luxurious feel to it. You know, just it it it, it oozes luxury in that respect. Um, these are the early days, and the reason I brought her in, in the light of all that is happening from an ecological standpoint, remember COP 2026, that just, um, that just rounded up in, in Glasgow, um, just being eco-conscious and being sustainable is something we all need to be thinking about now. Um, it is not just something to tick. It's not a box to tick. It is something really to to care about, um, looking at your supply chain, looking at your your footprint, and looking at the impact you're leaving on the planet um, and what we're leaving behind for for those after us, essentially. And just being cognizant of that and um, building out meaningful businesses that are respectful of Mother Nature, of Earth, this Earth, our only home. that's what this is all about. And when the opportunity to speak with her, you know, um, came on my table, I was like, yes, I, I want to kind of get into the mind of an eco-conscious entrepreneur. And and she's proven and she's made that decision that she would consciously give back to the planet or use planet resources um, essentially um, responsibly in as well as grow, you know, um, a business. So it's, it's a terrific episode. Here's a bit about her before you jump in to the episode. I'm going to read, um, you know, a bit of her, her bio. So she's a California native, a serial momopreneur, and fashion house behind the Echo Conscious Feminista brand, known for co-founding the luxury denim line Rock and Republic in 2002. She helped to transform the company into a celebrity favorite and globally recognized name offering cosmetics, accessories, and clothing. In 2015, she became the CEO of Titan Industries, adding high fashion footwear to her resume. Her latest venture features chic swimwear that combines her love of fashion, swimming, and the environment. I've been able to find a swimsuit that fits just right, explained Ben Holt. If it holds me up, it looks like a sports bra or too old-fashioned. Right, so this is Swim Minister, um, and this is the Swim Minister story thus far. There is a lot ahead of it, but just get into the mind of this very, very clever human being, a special human being who is given back to the planet at the same time building something meaningful. Enjoy this episode. Before you listen to this episode, you're going to listen to our sponsors, um, Clavio and Rewind and the rest of them, all our sponsors, essentially. We respect you and um, I shall catch you on the next show. Cheers. The 2X e-commerce podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo gives you the tools to get growing faster. That is why it's trusted by over 50,000 e-commerce brands like Brooklinen, 
non-anchovies. Build your contact list, send emails that pop, and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit clavio.com forward slash 2x to create your free account. That is K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com forward slash 2x. Cloudways has become the hosting platform of choice for thousands of e-commerce merchants, SMBs, and agencies around the globe. Why? Well, there's a high-performing custom stack, top-notch security, the choice between five cloud solution providers, ease of scalability, affordable pricing plans, and so much more. Cloudways also offers support for all PHP-based applications like Magento, WooCommerce, WordPress, Laravel, and others. Experience an unbeatable managed cloud hosting experience with Cloudways today. For $20 free hosting credit, use the coupon code BOOSTMAG. That's B-O-O-S-T-M-A-G. That's BOOSTMAG. Moving dreams forward, Cloudways. Welcome, Andrea, to the 2X e-commerce podcast. Hi, thanks so much for having me. It's, it's a pleasure, you know, having you on, on, on the podcast. And um, it's, it's so refreshing to, to, to get um, a, a founder of a brand that, you know, truly has, um, you know, equal values. So um, it is really a pleasure to having Swimester, you know, on, on the 2X um, on, on e-commerce podcast. Um, would you mind um, sort of giving us a, a, a little intro about you, before we, we get into Sumanesta. Sure. Um, my name is Andrea Bernholtz. I'm a Scorpio. I like long walks on the beach. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I'm Andrea <laughs> Bernholtz. And um, I had a former business called Rockman Republic. And uh, I learned a lot about the business there. I sold that business and took a semi-early retirement only to find myself being sucked back in into swimwear. And... Uh, taking the lessons that I've learned in my life growing up in a very eco-friendly family and applied mm-hmm. those into the brand that I have today, which is Suminista. And the name comes from my love for fashion into swimwear. And I grew up in Southern California and I went between California and Hawaii. So swimwear was always a really big part of my life. And finding the right fit in swimwear has always been a struggle and something that was comfortable, always a struggle. And um, I grew up with kind of hippie parents, if you will. Mm-hmm. And we were um, recycling before recycling was even a thing. You know, I, I kind of thought we were poor. And I would ask my mom, like, why are we saving newspapers and bottles and driving them, you know, an hour away to this recycling center? And why are we turning off lights to save electricity? And as I got older, I realized really what my my parents were were doing and the importance of it. Um, you know, but when you're younger, you know, when like, you're not allowed to eat sugar and you have to save paper, you're like, what are you doing? None of my friends are, you know? Um, but it's really, it's instilled in me and it always really has been. And now I'm able to really dive super deep into that. And I'm also able to share kind of the things that I've learned with my team, with other people, um, and how I live my life. There's so many eco-friendly things that I do within my own life. You know, I don't use laundry detergents. I use these laundry sheets that disintegrate. So there's no big plastic bottles. 
We don't use plastic bottles in our home, everything, Mm -hmm. uh, reusable bottles. We, um, you know, even our our straws have always been bamboo or paper growing up. Our cutleries, you know, bamboo, recycled, reusable. So it's always just been a way of life. And it's really nice to see the world kind of coming up with really nice alternatives and kind of chic ways to do things now. Um, right. You know, before it was a little, like I said, kind of hippie and now there's, it's a lot more chic. And I think in creating a, a chic brand, it really goes within what's happening in the times. And we're able to create this brand that, I mean, you feel our materials on our swimwear and people, they can't even believe it's made from recycled okay. materials. We're, we're going to go into swimming, Nesta. I, I still want to dig a little deeper into, you know, your your, your childhood and your first brand, um, Rock and Republic, which is, you know, kind of like a, a cult hit among celebrities and, um, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of people, you know, um, it's, 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 it's phenomenal. So we'll, we'll touch on that. I guess my question is, um, when you, you know, you had this conscious upbringing did that sort of go with you growing up or did you ditch it, um, especially at the point of Rock and Republic? Um, I never uh, abandoned my eco-friendliness. Okay. It's interesting okay. because at Rock and Republic, we also did a lot of very eco-friendly initiatives, but um, mm-hmm. nobody really cared when we talked about it to the press. We would take all of our damaged denim and we had mm-hmm. it shredded and it was used for insulation in low-income housing. And okay. I was really proud of that. And whenever I would talk about it in the press, people were like, yeah, whatever. You know, it, it wasn't more, it wasn't an interesting subject for them. You know, they wanted to hear about Victoria Beckham. They wanted to hear about David. They wanted right. to hear about, right. you know, all, all these different people wearing Rock and Republic and stars and celebrities and, and everything that was kind of of the time more interesting, which was interesting right. as well. And it was a really fun ride. This was in 2002, right? Um, yeah. Okay. So it was really a fun, very fast moving, crazy ride. You know, it really kind of started as a hobby with my business partner and myself mm-hmm. and yep. it took off like crazy. And I immediately went to Europe and at the dollar, the dollar at that time was, um, a very, it, it was weak in, in Europe. So it was, it was really great to have American brands in Europe and American denim was really hot. And, um, our fits were amazing. You know, we did a lot of little tricks to slim your body, make your bum look good and, you know, thin out your legs. So it really, it made you look fantastic. And denim was a really popular thing to wear on red carpets. So it was a natural to wear Rock and Republic. And any, uh, our, our jeans were also super long. So tall celebrities, models, they were able to wear heels and they were able to wear all this great denim, you know, Brooke Shields and Gabrielle Reese and all these really beautiful models were able to wear it. Um, so it, it grew extremely fast and it was really interesting looking at a business then to today's world. You know, there was no social media. We didn't Mm -hmm. even start, um, an e-commerce business until we were several years into our business it was a very organic kind of um, media. And at the time too, we had shop and shops at Harrods and in Paris, we had Galleries Lafayette and uh, Renascente in Italy. So um, we had a really strong presence internationally. So on a global level, it was really great. And then we actually started the, the men's collection um, really because my business partner wanted some jeans and, you know, he couldn't, really wear anyone else's jeans. 
except Levi's because like Levi's was the, the OG, right? So you had right. respect there. So I was like, well, make some jeans then for yourself. And that again took off like wildfire. And, um, so it was a really great fun business. And, you know, we had other categories as far as shoes and eyewear, makeup, and we didn't licensing. We did not do a licensing platform. So we really learned everything about all the different businesses and what it took. And it was a very interesting, very educational trip for us. And we had five retail stores in the U S and, um, yeah, it was really fun. The amazing did, fashion did, shows. It was a really fun ride. Did, did you sell on the internet? Did you sell uh, back in 2002? Were you selling online? Well, we not initially. I think we're about three years into the brand, which was really fun because when you're already established brand and people are, you, there's already this buzz. And if they couldn't find you, all of a sudden there was the internet, right? And so yeah. our internet business overnight was like, multi-millions. It was crazy. We had no idea what to expect at that time. Um, and it really took off faster than we could ever imagine. Yeah. And, and you probably gave yourself the head start building brand first. Um, you know, how do you three year head start, you know, where you're really building the brand offline. And then, you know, when it, when you open the gates online, um, all of that, all the dividends essentially from what you'd invested in brand just translated into, you know, online sales. Exactly. Phenomenal, phenomenal. And then, um, when did you, you 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 sort of closed or you you sort of, you sold it off in you know um in twenty eleven, and then you went on to 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 Titan Industries, I believe. Yeah. So actually, um, my goal was to be retired, and then I got suckered into uh, <laughs> working. Um, I was the CEO of Titan Industries, which was a, a footwear licensing company, and I found it interesting because, well, first of all, I'm a woman. I love shoes. And secondly, uh, we didn't uh, do any licensing at Rockland Republic. So this was an opportunity, uh, excuse me, an opportunity for me to learn something. So I wanted to learn about licensing. So I thought it was um, kind of a win-win, but I did find that working for another brand, even though I was a CEO, um, it wasn't anything that I built and it was just a different kind of environment. So I, I worked my my contract out. And then I decided not to renew and took some time off until something organically happened again, which then became Swimanista. And, you know, right. even Rockland Republic, it was kind of an organic thing. My business partner made some jeans for his girlfriend. And at first I was reluctant because I never could find jeans for my body that fit good. And when I tried them on, they fit great. So I thought, oh, okay, we're onto something. Let's, let's make this our passion project because we had actually yeah. at the time a company that did digital dye sublimation, which is uh, very popular now, but at the time it was not. That's the format where you take a photograph and it translates onto different, you know, fabrics and materials. Right. Like um, we did the Hard Rock Hotel and it was like on a shirt or a pillow, that kind of a thing. And yeah. um, we did things for Disney and it, it was, you know, it, it was a cool business, but the their true creativity wasn't there. So we're like, mm. oh, well, great. We'll start Rockin' Republic as a little passion project. And it completely, obviously, went uh, went wildfire. Incredible. Fascinating. So you founded Swim Minister in an effort to give women the confidence to celebrate their bodies and to reduce the impact swimwear has on the planet by softening their own footprints using luxury 
recycled fabrics to create the entire collection. I read it off your, your profile on, on your LinkedIn, and there's so much to unpick there. Um, when did you start to be, think or um, ideate um, Sumanesta, and, and 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 how did you sort of you know start to to, to put the building blocks together? Well, um, I was on a trip actually in Mexico with my friends and everyone was complaining about how their swimwear didn't fit right. And mm. they knew obviously that I, you know, knew how to make clothes and manufacturer. So they're, they, they're like, Hey, Andrea, why don't you start swim, a swim brand? And in my head, I, I know what it takes. And at this time now, you know, in my head, I'm retired. I have a baby, I have a nice life. And I'm thinking, I don't want to get back into, to it's so, you know, if you want to do something, you have to do it right. It's, it's so involved. I thought, no, I don't want to do that. And then it got my creative entrepreneurial juices going. And I started what I call Frankensteining suits together. Then I started cutting things up and, and literally like stapling them because I'm not much of a sewer. And, um, and I would put things together to, and create things. And I would think, wow, you know, if you make it adjustable here and adjustable here. Yeah. And then I also took one of my favorite bras and I kind of used that as, as a, almost like a car chassis, you know, and you build around it. I took one of my favorite bras and built it around that. And it's actually one of our best-selling suits and you can wear it multiple different ways. It's super chic. It's super supportive. I've hidden all of the the wires and the stays and everything that does Mm -hmm. all the work. So it's still, it doesn't look like it has to work so hard. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I did little, little tricks. Like I said, that I learned at Rock and Republic in you know, moving a seam over just a little bit, a lot of times changes, you know, how things look on your body. And I try to make things as adjustable as possible because no bodies are the same and even women's bodies continually to change. So, you know, by having them being adjustable, we're able to create a great fit. If things are a little tight, great, you can loosen loosen them up. And if they're a little loose, then great, tighten it up. And it's just, you know, you're outside basically naked, right? You're walking around in in your underwear. So you want to feel supported. You want to feel good. You want to feel like you look your best. And Mm. I tried to make the, you know, even the backs of our suits, they're ruched. So it rounds out your tush. And, you know, a lot of women, they say, oh, I need more coverage on my butt, you know, but people, women don't realize that if you, if you're, if your bum is here and you cover your bum, with fabric, your bum is going to look this big, but if you cover your bum with this much fabric, right? Then your, your eye goes here. So your eye naturally comes in a little bit. So if we make our bottoms a little bit smaller, your eye just comes in a bit and you naturally look, um, a little smaller and then having the ruching on the back creates curves. And so it gives it a little lift. Right. You, you sound like, um, you know, you, yeah, you, you know, I can't speak to 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 to, <laughs> to bikinis, but but you sound like you know what you're doing, and it, it's um, it's it's it, it, it shows in in, in trimester. So so who is the trimester customer, and how did you sort of define um, a swimmer Um, You know how how did you define your customer personas? A uh, swimmerista really is for women. That, um, I mean, really anywhere from, I mean, I have teenagers wearing it. I have 60 year olds wearing it, but I think that women who, you know, don't want to wear just little triangle tops anymore and G strings, you know, when you're younger, you can pretty much get away with anything. But I think Mm -hmm. as we get older or we just want to feel a little more supported and, um, 
I mean, I would probably say, I mean, I think our customer, when we do surveys or whatever, our average customer, I think she's like 36 years old, you know, and, uh, but it's really great for, for real, for real women is, it's really. So, so where does she shop? Um, what, what's her profile like? Where does she go on holidays? You know, she goes to resorts on holiday, usually has a small child, which, mm uh, led us to starting our little girls collection as well. And that does right. extremely great. The having the mommy matching, <laughs> it's adorable. Um, mm-hmm. so that's been really great. We just launched that and it's gone like crazy. It's so cute. I can't stand it. And, um, so, you know, she's upwardly mobile and she likes to take care of herself, but, um, she has some class and, you know, uh, it's interesting. A lot of the women, they'll buy two suits. They'll buy the one piece bathing suit to be with the family. And mm-hmm. then she'll buy the smaller bathing suit, the bikini to tan and, <laughs> and yeah. hang out with her girlfriends. <laughs> Girl strip. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So you, you have, you know, bags with multiple items, essentially, um, you know, um, sessions or, or shopping sessions with multiple, multiple, you know, um, units in there. The, the reason I ask is, um, do they buy from a style perspective or um, an echo credential? Do they do they say, okay, this is echo friendly and and so so minister is echo friendly and so you know we'll see what's on offer and then we'll buy or do they look at the style first and say, okay, style's great. Um, does it check the echo? How, how does it? What's their thought process like? Right, I, I understand what you're asking and. Mm. Um, it's really, uh, to be honest, it's style first. And style first, when okay. they learn that it's, ec- you know, eco-friendly, it's a bonus. And I mm. think if anything, it, it might take away some guilt <laughs> or yeah. give them like, oh, okay, well then maybe I'll buy a sarong too. Or maybe, you know, um, they just feel a little bit better about it, but initially mm. it is, it's the look. And also we don't have anything that ties behind your neck because that's so painful. And especially nowadays, everyone's on a computer or this, and there's so many more neck issues than ever before. We have styles that look like a halter top per se, but they don't hurt your neck. And we've collaborated with the famous French design house of Christian Lacroix. Mm -hmm. And the prints are absolutely gorgeous. I mean, so the first thing you see is like, wow, you know, this is, looks amazing. Then you put it on, you're like, wow, it fits great. And then you, you dig deeper and you see, oh my gosh, it's eco-friendly. This is wonderful. So it really makes people feel better about buying, but it's not the initial thing that they look for. And do you think with the eco-credentials, they're willing to spend a bit more to 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 to, to curtail the, 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 the guilt? I, I think so. Okay. I think makes they feel sense. that it's, a, it's got more quality and it does, you know, the, the guilt thing. And I think okay. that's also why our little girl's collection does so well. It's like, mommy bought a bathing suit. Well, okay, <laughs> then little girl can get one too. <laughs> Interesting. Very, very, very fascinating. <laughs> Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. Let's take a quick break to talk about screwing up. Accidents happen. Perhaps you installed an app that messed up your theme or a CSV import completely messed up your product catalog. Common myth. Cloud-based e-commerce platforms like Shopify and BigCommerce have automatic backup solutions you can use when something goes wrong with your store. This is simply untrue. They don't. Myth busted. So what do you do? You use Rewind. 
We want to protect Shopify and big commerce stores with automatic backups. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Rewind is trusted by over 25,000 businesses from side hustles to the biggest retail brands you can think of. Gymshark, Movement Watches, and Pampers all use Rewind for automatic backups. So here's the deal for 2Xs. If you head over to rewind.io, which is R-E-W-I-N-D.io, install Rewind, you'll get to use it for free for seven days. If you reach out to the Rewind team and mention the 2X e-commerce podcast, then extend your seven-day trial for a full month for free. Enjoy peace of mind with Rewind Backups. Remember to head over to rewind.io and don't forget to mention the 2X e-commerce podcast for a full month trial. Did you know that loyal customers are nine times more likely to convert compared to a first time shopper? That's why exceptional customer service is so important for your retention and growth. I recommend using Gorgeous, the leading help desk for Shopify, Magento, and big commerce merchants. Gorgeous combines all your communication channels, including email, SMS, social media, live chat, and phone into one platform. This saves your team hours per day and makes managing customer orders a breeze. It also integrates seamlessly with your existing tech stack so you can access customer information and even edit, return, refund, or create an order right from your help desk. To learn more, go to gorgeous.com. That's G-O-R-G-I-A-S.com and mention 2X e-commerce podcast for two months free. That is gorgeous.com for two months free. Just mention 2X e-commerce. Um, so let's get into a typical product. You know, how how Echo, I, I want to sort of look at this as a stack um, from an echo credential standpoint, you know, how well thought out this is. Um, so in terms of like the, the actual materials for the swimsuits for, for swimming, swimsuits, what, what kind of, um, you know, materials, raw materials are you, um, using, um, where are they sewn? Um, are they, are they made manufactured in the USA? Are they manufactured abroad? Um, could you shed a bit more light in, in that please? Sure. So uh, the materials, they're all, first of all, they come from post-consumer materials, such as, like I said, mostly plastic bottles and even mm-hmm. like, um, you know, the, what is that? Uh, the, the fake uh, grass and those kinds of things. Yeah, goods. yeah. Yes. And so those are broken down and then the fibers are woven together to create the material. And that's mm-hmm. all done in Italy at a house there. And I've got, uh, I do some sewing in Los Angeles, California, and then also a super eco-friendly, it, it sounds odd, but a super eco-friendly factory in China that mm-hmm. I've been to many times. And it's, it's actually quite beautiful. It has mm-hmm. a, um, instead of cubicles, they use trees as their uh, separation for their workstations. There wow. is a koi pond in the, uh, that runs throughout and it's, um, it's very, very eco-friendly, very in, in, environmentally good. And like the work, it's very small also. I think that has a lot to do with it. it it's small. So they're able to do that. It's not your typical, um, large, huge factory in China. It's very small. 
Okay, so you have three facilities, um, one in Italy, well, one the, in Los Angeles, in and Italy, they are then it's just for the fabrics. It's for the fabrics, okay. Okay, yes. so, so the fabrics are taken from Italy, um, then to China and Los Angeles, and then um, you, you have sewing facilities in, in Los Angeles and China. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Okay, and then um, in regards to the packaging, um, what does packaging look like? Um, I'm just trying to think about any other, you know, echo credentials. And, um, do you, are you measuring like, like the carbon footprint, you know, um, essentially, or, um, would that be later on? Well, I think later on we can measure that a little bit better, but mm-hmm. right now, um, it, things that look like for me when, um, a plastic bag, if you will, you know, uh, I was trying to find, initially I was doing bags that were reusable, but I found that if I actually used a bag that wasn't reusable, but was compostable, that was actually a a better option for, for being eco-friendly. And, Mm -hmm. you know, by, um, fastening all of our tags on with metal versus a plastic, um, you know, those little guns, you know, those little tabs that those add up to some major amounts of plastic, plastic, yeah. yeah. So we don't use any of those. And even the sanitary liner inside of the bathing suits, those are compostable as well. Mm-hmm. And like I said too, our packing tape is the paper tape and our boxes are compostable and they're also made out of recycled materials. We're, you know, we're putting out now, um, like a little wet bag and it's made from Tyvek, which is a material that's used on like houses and it's, um, it's like a waterproof material that is reusable over and over and over. So you can put yeah. your wet bathing suit in that. So, um, you know, everything that we kind of align ourselves with, we like to be on the same mindset. You know, we're putting together okay. kind of like um, things that I, I like and I use that are eco-friendly. I find myself sharing so much information about these things. Like I have a suitcase, mm-hmm. it's from Solar Guard and it's made from recycled plastic bottles. So um, we're putting together kind of a shopping site, like of things that I find on our site as well that are eco-friendly. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of encompass all of your eco-friendly needs and guidelines. Um, you know, I'm not certified in anything, but I, I do yeah. I, I do some research on what I look for, you know, any sort of, yeah. uh, sunblocks that I use, they are reef safe. So they don't hurt the reef. They are, you know, I try to mitigate the amount of chemicals that are in things. So we're putting it together, fashion these to find on our website. So you can find a lot of eco-friendly things there as well. It's a, it's just a big part of my life and who, who I am. And that's how my little girl, you know, she has her little recycling. That's her job. <laughs> she yeah. collects and we do ocean cleanups, beach cleanups, uh, mountain cleanups. You know, I have a saying that I learned years ago when I was a little girl, take only memories and leave only footprints. So it's like when mm. you leave someplace, uh, leave it cleaner than you found it. You know, yeah, um, absolutely. absolutely. It, it's, it's so devastating. You know, um, recently Mother's Day, we were at the beach and we stayed and we watched the sunset and there was nobody left on the beach. And I looked and there was so much garbage. It was absolutely disgusting. And we also yeah. use uh, compostable pl- uh, bags for rubbish. And we filled up so many bags just walking around <laughs> after one day of Mother's Day. And I, it, it just, it makes me really sad. Really sad. Oh, that's so, an amazing way to spend Mother's Day, though. You know, um, and, and yeah, you know, on you know your daughter. I really like when people see that, and then it makes them aware 
whether they feel yeah. guilty, I don't know, but yeah. like, come on, throw it away. Or people thank me yeah. all the time. I said, don't thank me. Just clean up. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have absolutely. to be yours to clean it up. Yeah. I mean, um, so I'm not sure how, what the coverage of, um, COP 20, um, 20, was it 26 was like, um, the recently concluded COP 26 in Glasgow, um, all through last week was like in, um, at least at the time of recording all through last week, um, in Glasgow was in, in, in the States when the UK, it was quite predominant. And what they also did is they primed up all, primed us up with, with a few TV shows from David Attenborough and an other environmentalist, you know, um, about the impact of like global warming and just what we're doing as humans, how we're messing up the, the planet. And it really, you know, piqued my awareness on sustainability, you know, and, um, you know, we, in, in e-commerce and retail, we, we often, you know, push the, um, you know, the consumption narrative with advertising, with brands and, and all of that. Um, but in, in fashion, um, obviously we, we have major corporates of like fast fashion, um, I guess my question is, um, what are your thoughts on like, you know, um, sustainable fashion, you know, being more long fashion as, as compared to like fast fashion, you know, slow fashion. Um, is it something you're pushing at an, at minister, um, in terms of, you know, where these, the, these garments, these, these bikinis you have will last a, a, a lifetime and how do you sort of, you know, balance that out from um, a customer lifetime value. We always want our customers to to come back to buy from us again and again. That's what keeps us in business. So, how do we sort of balance our sustainability, you know, side of things um, with, um, with with profits, essentially? I mean, it is a catch twenty two. You know, um, but I I think like right now, actually, we're pushing our one piece bathing suits and we're showing you other ways to wear them you know, you can wear them with jeans, you can put a skirt with it. So we're kind of showing you that it's, there's versatility in it and you don't need then to buy a bodysuit or, you know, a, a, a tank top per se, where you could wear your bathing suit. And so yeah. there's other ways to, to wear that. So, um, it's, it's, you know, for us, it's just, it's multiple ways to wear what you have and to, to make you, realize you don't have to have so many things. You don't have to have so much. Um, right. and if you're going to buy something to please buy it with a conscious. And if that means we sell a little bit less, uh, you know, because our suits last and it's such high quality, well, that's okay. In the long run, you know, the, the world obviously is massive. And, uh, as we get our, our, mission out there and our statement out there, there's plenty of people to wear a swimminista. And I think it is important to, to buy things with integrity that are long lasting. And it's very interesting that I think a whole, you know, decades was missed on the eco-friendly front. And now having a young daughter myself, I see that the kids are so conscientious of it. You know, um, when we do birthday parties, there's, you know, if there's a little bag or something, there's never any plastics or candies or anything like this. It's like a book for all the kids. They love that. Or, um, you, you know, and, and put it in a bag that you can buy your vegetables in and that's the gift card, you know? And I think it's really cool that the kids are so aware and, you know, they love the shows, the, the David Attenberg and so on and so forth. And they're so into it. And the kids love the, the cleanups and they love getting trash and um, the, the young awareness of it 
is, is very, very important for the future. And I think as we become aware and we buy better quality things that last longer is a better thing. And like I said, it is a catch 22. Okay. So I'll sell one bathing suit instead of two. That's okay. So I'll just echo what you said in regards to, um, you know, being, um, just conscious as an individual, because, um, you know, your, your, your consciousness, your echo consciousness is actually reflected in your brand and, and business. That's a way to stop, to start actually. I was going to ask you a question around, you know, how should, you know, just brand owners listening to this podcast, you know, start, um, you know, building out a sustainable initiative, but they have to start out in their lives first. Um, before, um, be, before I think the the business essentially, or else it'll be just greenwashing. In 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 my opinion, I completely agree. It has to be truly organic. It's not you know a uh, flavor of the month. Oh, I think I'm going to be or um, you know eco friendly this week. It, it's it, it's not real, and I think a lot of people will see the transparency of it. And because this really is who we are, this because this is who I am, and sharing that it it resonates and the whole company resonates. And I think people become more aware and you become more aware of, of what your, um, of what you're wasting and how you can make little changes. And I think Mm -hmm. it just, it starts with little changes. I mean, we didn't pollute the entire world overnight, right? It took a long time. So it's going to take a long time to reverse it, but we have to start to reverse those reverse that now. So, um, you know, start recycling your materials, start using, you know, if you have to have a straw, maybe it's bamboo. If you know, don't use plastics, use metal containers to bring your lunch in, use compostable bags for your sandwiches. There's so many little things that you can do. If you look in your cupboard and and try to, even if you Google how to sub out eco-friendly laundry detergents, you know, um, I don't use, uh, sheets, what are the dryer sheets? I use these wool balls and you just throw them in there instead of having the, the, um, to dryer sheets out in the world. You know, they make things that are better for paper, paper, what is those, uh, paper towels, uh, you know, the the paper towels, things yeah. that you can, yeah, you can just wash and throw in the washing machine. There's lots of little changes that everybody can start to make. And once everyone starts to make little changes, it'll start to affect the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some, there's some e-commerce startups that say, um, you know, for every sale we make, we're going to plant a tree, but every other aspect of their uh, operations is is not thought out <laughs> at all from an yeah. echo perspective. And, and to me, that's like a, a red light. It's just greenwashing to try and get yeah. the sustainable badge, you know, on their brand and, you know, being very deliberate, you know, uh, in your DNA, um, whether it's the materials you choose, the factories you choose, you know, the, your partners and, and also your packaging and also even your third, your, 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 um, your, 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 your delivery, you know, your, your, your last mile delivery, all of those, you know, actually come, come to play. Okay. Um, just wrapping up, I just like to, to ask about other initiatives. So you were founded back in 2019, um, 2020 happened, as we know it. We don't want to talk about 2022 much, but what initiatives have you tried to, um, to, 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 to just improve customer experience at Swim Minister. Um, I could see um, you have a try at home. Um, what, what's the, you know, what's the thought process between your try at home and um, what other ways are you trying to delight customers? 
Well, I'm trying to make it as easy as possible for women to shop and feel the most comfortable, get the best fit possible. Creating my style guide um, is a really strong thing for us. So if you can, you know, punch in your bra size and you punch in your you know, jean size or your dress size, that's going to tell you on the styles what the fit is going to be for your body in Swimanista. And we're also implementing a Zoom feature. So if you want to speak with a representative and ask a question, you can have a set up a Zoom call, say like what's going to fit for my body. Or, you know, a lot of women have maybe a scar from something. What's the best style for, for me? You know, we try to mm-hmm. answer as many questions as possible on our website styles that are the most supportive styles that are, you know, for sportiness. And if you have additional questions, we want to be there and help you. So we've set up, um, zoom and we also, you know, for our customer service, we let you know, um, that you've sent an email, you know, we'll get right back with you. We try to have really good communication. We try to let the customer know, honestly, you're important and trying to make a customer happy and, you know, a lot of times a customer will say, I'm going on a trip. And then we'll ask them, you know, where are you going? What are you wearing? What are you doing? You know, my, I find, you know, our customer service agent, she gets really into it. And she's, you know, what I like too, is like all of us at the company, we are different size women. And mm-hmm. so it's really great. And it's very relatable for women. And it's very easy for our customer service to be, to be like, Hey, look at, here's this person. And she sounds like your size. And she's wearing, you know, this, this, how do you relate to that? And and it's very helpful and it's very sincere because we want to be treated, um, really great. So we want our customers to be treated really great. Mm -hmm. I also see the inclusiveness, um, the body positivity in the, you know, selection of models on your site. Um, they're women's of all, they're women of all sizes, you know, on, on your website. Right. Um, so just finally, um, do you, can you get Swimanista exclusively from your, you know, website from your your e-commerce store, or um, are you multi-channel? Are you do do you sell sell in and brick and mortar? Do 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 you sell retail? We um, are sold in a lot of resorts. The Four Seasons Resorts is one of our biggest chains that we sell, and um, it was a conscious effort to sell online and in the resorts because mm-hmm. um, resorts evokes that great memory of a great experience, a great trip. And it brings you back there. It has that selling in the resorts has been a really big focus for us because it evokes a great memory and it takes you back to the, a fond place that you were at and you bought Swimanista. And every time you wear it now, you are reminded of this great trip that you had. Mm. And, uh, now we are starting to sell a lot of brick and mortar because we are getting more popular and stores have been contacting us, which has been wonderful. And we've had to bring on, you know, our vice president of sales to handle that, which is I'm very grateful for. But, yeah. um, I, and I, yeah. I think too, when you see things in real life, you can really appreciate the beautiful workmanship, the beautiful quality, you know, the colors and the, the collaboration that we did with the house of Christian Lacroix, you can, the colors and the prints are so beautiful and so vibrant that, you know, seeing every, anything in real life is always a little bit better. Very, very interesting. Super interesting. One of the points I wanted to make was the fact that, um, because your, your products are so lightweight, um, you, you must be selling globally. Do you, where do you ship to? Do you ship internationally or, um, is it just domestic at the moment? 
We can ship all over the world. We ship yeah, Dubai, Egypt, yeah, all over. Yeah, yeah, I can understand. And that's the beauty about like, um, there's a brand here called Gymshark, um, totally different demographic, by the way. And and they're able to fulfill here from the Birmingham, um, you know, um, from the Birmingham Fulfillment Center to Australia because um, the, the, they're just lightweight. So, you know, it's just having the right logistics partner. So, so it really re- rings itself, you know, with regards to expansion. Right. I could go on and on, Andrea. Um, <laughs> incredible conversation. Very, very interesting finding out about Swim Minister. Um, for those who want to um, find out more about Swim Minister, it's S-W-I-N-M-I-N-S-T-A, swimminister.com. I will link to it in the show notes. Um, what about you? Do you do you um, hang out on social media um, or um, do you, yeah, do you, if yes, um, what social media accounts are you most active on? Um. I'm a sucker for those dog photos. <laughs> um, but uh, really, I, I check out really kind of beautiful spots, um, uh, eco-friendly things, innovative things that um, are happening in the world as far as uh, new, new types of products. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time in Hawaii and I, I used to, at Rock and Republic, you know, I, I spent over 200 days of the year traveling internationally. So... I have loads of friends outside of the U.S., so it's a really great way to stay connected with my friends. And mm-hmm. um, I, I know I should use it more for business, but um, no, I not like at all. Stay, some some stay people with my, share my family and friends. My my dear family has uh, moved to the mountains, uh, so it, it's a way to stay in touch. You know, I think social media yeah. can be uh, the devil or the angel, but I, I chose Absolutely. the angel with it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, incredible stuff. Um, thank you, you know, for, for coming in to, to share, um, you know, your, your, your echo story, the brand story, you know, and it is just refreshing to, 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 to learn about a brand, you know, that, uh, very echo conscious at its heart and, you know, not, not greenwashing. So, so thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for focusing on that instead of just, uh, you know, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. We encourage you to connect with our community of 2X e-commerce listeners on our Facebook group, e-commerce growth accelerator mastermind. Just search for 2X e-commerce on Facebook to find it. Answer three questions and you'll be approved. Grab the show notes of this episode on our website, 2xecommerce.com. Finally, if you haven't already, give the show a review on your podcasting app. Catch you on the next show and keep growing.